Hi, everyone, and welcome to What Would My Shrink Say, a podcast where you get inside the heads of a couple psychologists and see life through their eyes. You'll never be the same. So, uh, Nick, the other day I had a client ask me um, if I like to people watch. And, and of course, I said, well, yes, <laughs> one of my favorite things to do. And uh, they, they looked at me with this kind of odd confused face and said what does a psychologist see when they people watch that's interesting so they they asked it expecting you to say no maybe or i think i think the first question was just kind of just like banter like casual kind of banter but then i think they actually realized like oh he's a psychologist and his people watching is probably different than my people watching Mm. And, and so the the second question was much more apprehensive it was like oh no what do you see when you do that so I'll ask you the same things. Do you like Ooh, do you like to people good. watch? No. So this is going to make for a good episode. You don't watch. I mean, I I don't know if I like it because I just don't do it that much. Mm. Um, it never occurs to me as like, oh, yeah, this is a good people watching option. <laughs> like if I'm, I don't know, at the airport waiting for my, like I'm reading. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. You know, or if I'm, I don't know, where do people people watch? Airport. Bus stop. Buses, like I don't take the bus. Um, restaurants. Um I'm, I'm scarfing. Shopping. I'm too busy stuffing my thing. <laughs> Nick, Nick lives in his own world. And yeah. Well, it's kind of, yeah. So, but I think that's kind of true, actually. So I don't, mm. um, yeah, I don't know. But okay, let's start with you, though, because I, I do have some thoughts on this. Okay. If we think about people watching a little more generally. I've actually, I've actually had some odd revelations recently where... I, I used to get kind of frustrated when when people ask me psychology qu- or psychologist kind of questions, as in like, "Ooh, you're a psychologist," or or you know, or just anything related to psychology, yeah. and or just made the made observations about, "Oh, maybe you think that because you're a psychologist," oh, or you see things differently because you're a psychologist. That mm. used to bother me because I kind of wanted to be just Todd too, you know, like oh yeah, it, it almost seems like a way people invalidated mm. what I said or felt. Mm-hmm. It was like, ah, you just think that because you're a psychologist. right. Um, but I've come around to the idea that I don't know that I can separate the two anymore. Uh-oh. Is this all like Mr. Hyde taking over Dr. Jekyll thing? Uh, or just, <laughs> or just, because even in this conversation about people watching, you uh, know, and, and when I elaborated, I'm like, well, I'd probably the same things you do, like patterns of behavior, speech, emotion, you know, and then mm-hmm. they're looking at me like, I don't see any of that, you know? And I'm like, oh, well, maybe it is different yeah. then. Yeah. So... <laughs> So I think I definitely, I observe people um, mm-hmm. and I think about people, but so, so I think if we broaden it out to a little bit more, not specifically, I'm like, I'm going to sit down and people watch. Um, oh, I don't think, yeah, I mean, there might be times where you're just people watching, but it happens kind of here and there mm-hmm. I think during the course. I mean, when you're at the airport terminal, you're, of course you're reading, but every once in a while you look up at the gate and you see the same woman at the counter that's been there for 20 minutes who's mad at the agent because they won't whatever right (laughs) Right. and and so you're you're people watching and doing your own thing yeah yeah Mm. you're a people watcher i suppose we all are (laughs) (laughs) okay so what what do you what do you think you do differently when you're people watching than this client for instance i I think the biggest one is that i just just because of some of the things i've done I, i recognizing um Expressions of emotions or micro expressions of emotion is something I do that maybe some other people don't. So Ooh, much. That sounds fancy. What's a micro expression of Small emotion? Small muscle movements in your face 
um, that denote certain emotional experiences, internal emotional experiences. Ooh. Is that a thing? Is that like legit? Like you can, if I like twitch my left eye a little bit, that means I'm afraid or, or, if I, or I look, what is it? If you look up to the left, that means you're lying. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, or? I don't think those things are legit, but no. you can see like micro expressions of a smile, micro expressions of concern, oh, okay. guilt, fears, that yeah. well, all those things. Um, and so those things I look for mm. in other people that kind of just curious about what they're doing, what they're thinking, what they're feeling. So is this something you you deliberately decide to do or it's just something you pick up on? That's what, that's what I'm thinking. I think it's just something that once I'm, you know, looking at somebody because of what I do, that's just kind of, it, like my brother lays tile for a living. Okay. And when he walks into a room, he notices right away where they started <laughs> to lay the tile. Right. Right? They're like, do they start in the corner where they should have or did they do this or that? Or he just notices those things. Yeah. It's not that he wants to see it right. or looks for right. it. It's just he notices it, yeah. you know? Because he spends all day doing it. Right. It makes sense. And so I think that's just kind of how it works for me too. Is it bad that I don't? <laughs> like, I, I don't feel like I think about or notice that stuff at all. Nick, there are a lot of things that you don't do, I think, that are bad. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I <laughs> no, I, I don't think it's bad that you don't. Really? Are you sure? Shouldn't I be attuned to... Why? Or maybe What's, I... What, what do you gain out of doing that? I don't, I don't know that you gain... I mean, well, I like do it in, for entertainment. So in almost, therapy, yeah. if, if you note... If you say something and someone has a micro expression of fear, mm-hmm. like I think that matters a lot if you're a therapist and you catch that or not. Because well, maybe that indicates something you said really stirred something up for them. That's definitely what it means. And that, yeah, yeah. Like I, I, um, so isn't that concerning that I don't do that outside of therapy? There's lots of psychologists who weren't (laughs) trained in facial action coding. So I don't know that, that, but I, I have found it to be useful in sessions. Definitely. Mm -hmm. To be able to say, well, what was that right right there? It seems like you felt a little, and they're like, yeah, yeah. And they'll elaborate. Mm -hmm. And you could have gotten there maybe two. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Well, see, I, I think I'm at least average as far as therapists go in terms of doing that in therapy. Okay. But I'm not, maybe I'm just not conscious of doing it outside of therapy. Maybe. I'm not sure. Or maybe I'm not doing it at all. Maybe I deliberately shut that off, turn that off somehow. I'm just, I don't know. I think it's just me being curious or nosy or something like that. (laughs) I don't know. Huh. Interesting. But so, so the basic answer to that person's question is like, I, I probably notice subtleties in emotion more than your average person. Yeah, that sounds pretentious, oddly pretentious, but yeah, maybe, mm-hmm. or, or just a pattern, you know, people's ticks, people's, those things may stand out to me a little bit more just cause I note those things in my head, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, or this is an odd thing about me, but I love awkward situations. <laughs> They're just so entertaining. And so a lot of times the people I'm watching <laughs> tend to be at least awkward themselves or in an mm-hmm. awkward situation where I'm like, what is going on there? You know, yeah. what's happening there? Uh-huh. So it's purely for entertainment, I think. And I think it is for a lot of people. People watching is kind of what you do when you're bored and you're entertaining yourself. Because so what are you around. what are you literally thinking when someone like it's dinner, big family dinner, and like Uncle Harry says something like pretty off color, and you know um, cousin Susie gets you know really upset, and it, there's this awkward pause. Like what's going through your mind that's not going through other people's minds? Okay, well, I, so 
in that kind of situation, I would probably have a very similar reaction to everybody else. Because okay. I don't like I don't like awkward if it's hurtful or cruel or mean. So if it's off color and he's oh, okay. insulted somebody, I'm not so much into that. So set this up for me. What do you? What's the situation? It's just a like a, in a situation where nobody's expected it and nobody really knows what to do and nobody's comfortable doing much of anything. Those are the situations I love. So Uncle Harry farts in the middle of dinner. Yep, that would be. Okay, so what's going through your mind when that happens? I, I love the 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 feel in the in the situation, the weird tension uh-huh. where and you can look at people's faces and you know they're like, "What just <laughs> happened? Should I say anything? Do anything?" You know, and and the other person is as you know, mm-hmm. like, "Oh crap! What what just happened? What did I just do?" And and I love that. That's funny. So maybe what's different is just that you you sort of like absorb that you, you're like, you take it in. Whereas other people might like start, you know, checking their phone and like trying to distract yeah, themselves I'm staring. from the, I'm staring. You're, you're just taking it all in and laughing. Probably it's hard for me to contain <laughs> that laughter. But so the other day I was in a, a, a class, a gym class and some, someone was arguing with the instructor about how to do a certain hmm. exercise. <laughs> and it was really obvious that person didn't know how to do the exercise and the instructor was being so patient, but this person was just loudly objecting to the instructor's instruction. Mm -hmm. And it was such an odd situation that, and the coach, I can just see the coach going, I have no idea how to handle this. Mm -hmm. And the person also realizing everybody in here is listening to me and has now, you know, started staring at me because I'm making, it it was just a perfectly awkward moment beautiful <laughs> so you just really relish awkwardness <laughs> it, as long as it's in good fun and no one's getting hurt over it i mean i don't like someone getting insulted and angry and hurt or anything like that's yeah. not i don't, I, don't Which I guess this that. sort of goes with, with the terrain of being a therapist because you part of being a therapist is you, you have to not only sit through awkward pauses often mm. but you actually have to use them productively a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. And maybe that's just, those are awkward moments where they're, I don't have to worry about using it. I can just enjoy mm-hmm. the awkwardness. <laughs> but in either case, you're used to awkwardness interpersonally, yes, maybe. that's probably true, yeah. There's okay. not many topics that come up in any conversation that I'm not mm. okay discussing. Okay, so when you're people watching, you're you're sitting there waiting for awkwardness. It's like watching NASCAR. You're just waiting for a crash. Or, you know, I, I'm guessing if I looked up and nobody was really catching my eye, you know, as far as, oh, that might be an interesting, <laughs> you know, um, I probably wouldn't people watch. But if I if I pick up on something, then I'm, I'm definitely going to check that out. Mm-hmm. So the, the person yelling at the ticket agent for 20 minutes, that's entertaining to me because it's like, for 20 minutes you're going to do this? And and then I would start thinking like, oh, I wonder what's gone on in her mm-hmm. past to like make her think that continuing yelling for 20 more minutes will actually get her yeah. a good, you know, or, or will it work? Will this actually work? Will she get what she wants? Because she, you know, I, those are interesting hypotheses I might try testing. I don't know, people, you're getting the deep, scary look at <laughs> the mind of Todd Swan. <laughs> I'm supposed to use my full name. Um, you don't do that? Uh, I don't, maybe I'm too self-absorbed. Maybe I'm just like okay. too wrapped up in Let's my say own that. stuff. Let's say that. <laughs> <laughs> so I will say w- one of the things that I, when I think about people watching broadly speaking, um, like uh, and I'm at a family function or dinner party or mm-hmm. birthday party, you know, it's just kind of social interactions like this. One of the things I do feel like I, because of my training as a therapist that I 
notice a lot. I don't set out to notice it, but it's like your brother laying tile. It's just like obvious because that's what I look for all day. Mm-hmm. Um, is um, stereotyped interpersonal interactions. So what that means is like... How you doing? <laughs> doing great. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so like kind of like routine, automatic right. interpersonal reactions. But specifically, one of the things that I notice a lot because I spend so much time in therapy talking about it mm-hmm. is kind of like communication styles, in particular, uh, passive aggressiveness, mm. I feel like is something that is just, it's on my radar all the time because I'm learning more and more how bigger role that plays in people's struggles. Um, And so the more I do therapy, the more I feel like I pick up on that in totally like innocuous situations. Yeah. You just are able to identify it, label it. Yeah. So that like, there's a, a couple I know and they're great. I mean, I love them. They're, they're good people. They actually have a really good relationship, I think. Um, but they're, they have this little quirk that I, I noted it's like once you see it, you can't unsee it, right, which right. is that whenever um, or often, not whenever, often when, when she says something, her, her husband has this habit of saying, giving like lip service to it as a good idea and then sort of like gently critiquing it somehow uh, in like a not helpful way at all. Uh, but uh. just like this little sandwich of like, oh, that like, Oh yeah, that's such a fun idea, but I don't know that it would ever work because it, yeah, yeah, like, right, right, like, right, right, it's yeah. this little like <laughs> pat on one shoulder, poke on the other, right? You right, know, right. and it's very the, even that makes it sound. Most people probably wouldn't even, I don't. Maybe other people pick up on it, but I think it's something that's so quick and so subtle. When you picked up the pattern of that, sandwich, yeah, and it yeah. happens all the time. That is interesting with the, with these two, um, and I think we all have patterns mm. we, we fall into patterns of all sorts of patterns mm. um but especially like with communication and so once you kind of get to know people like I, I feel like and I, I sometimes i play this little game where i start predicting like what people are gonna do yeah like at a you know anytime we you know it's a christmas party like you know uncle so-and-so is gonna do this right and then aunt so-and-so is gonna react this way mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so that's kind of a fun little game of <laughs> right 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 <laughs> like what's gonna predicting yeah. what's gonna happen when is it gonna happen uh, <laughs> yeah um, yeah that is interesting because it's it's one of those things where we i think just as human beings generally we're not nearly as spontaneous as we think we are mm. like we kind of think that we're constantly like making decisions all the time yeah which is nonsense like we're just acting out of habit yeah 99 of the time yeah it's just all instinctual uh-huh. not all of it but a lot our of moments it, yeah. of like true deliberate thoughtfulness are few and far between right we're we're we're, we're following the routines yeah we're, yeah so if you spend all your time looking for habits so and patterns so that you can help your clients see those and start to change yeah. them like I don't know. I feel like those kind of start to bubble up to the surface a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, I think that's what I see when I people watch a lot. It's just the pattern, the you know, the communication pattern, even vocabulary. Sometimes, like they use that word a lot. You know, mm-hmm. that's a that's oh a yeah too. Um, or manding. That, that's an interesting whating. When people mand, when they say, "Oh, it's really hot in here," and what they really want you to do is to turn on the air conditioner, but they're not going to say, "Will you turn on the air conditioner?" They'll just say, "Oh, it's really hot in here." Oh. That's passive aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Is that what you call it? Passive aggressive. What do you call it? Manding? Yeah, yeah Skinner had a word for it. Oh. Verbal manding. So yeah. like demanding, but not as like obvious or harsh. Right. 
Right, man. Verbal. There's verbal mans and behavioral mans, but it's just a. It's just a. Oh. It's like a. It's like a request for behavior that's not really a request for behavior. That, that doesn't come in a quest form of a question, more of a statement. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, and so those are fun to watch too. Um, You're gonna wear that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's passive. <laughs> Be much more like I'm cold. Why didn't you get me a jacket? Yeah, when yeah. I was like, okay. I'm cold. Oh, yeah. You were rude. You I've didn't... never heard of that term before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, couples do it a lot. Yeah, especially when they hit those stretches where they're not kind of really nurturing their relationship so much. They're just kind of on autopilot. Mm-hmm. The man start really kind of coming out. So interesting. And I, I've never really connected it. I guess it definitely could be passive aggressive. Definitely, but I don't think it was really defined as a passive aggressive thing. So much as like a poor communication, like that's not really assertive, yeah. definitely. And well, and that, but that's I think if you think about passive aggressiveness generally, it's you want something, but you're kind of afraid to ask for it directly. Yeah. So you do something that you think they won't notice as a request, but that will also maybe get you what you want. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very convoluted. Yeah, yeah. Well, approach, and what I, I mean, the classic passive aggressive is somewhat pointed sometimes, right? But it doesn't yeah. have to be. No, sure, it can be pretty be subtle. Aggressive. I think. So that might be, maybe it is a form of passive aggressive behavior. It, it's definitely not assertive. So, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's not, it's not aggressive. It's not, you know, turn down the effing right. AC. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Will you? Yeah. Um, the other thing I thought was interesting too when you brought up family was dynamics. And Ooh, I, okay. when so I get around, there's a shrinky word. Oh, like, yeah. what does dynamics mean? So when I'm around my family, it's fun to watch everybody slip right into the roles that we had when we were kids. Mm. You know, everybody kind of finds that role and they just sit there. And it's really interesting to see how fast that can be. So what does that mean? Give, give us an example. Because I know what that means. But Oh, boy. Um, like what's a concrete example of a, someone slipping into an old role? I'm trying to do this without mentioning my you family. You don't have to do your family. Like it could be. <laughs> well, let's say, um, let's say you have a only child. Maybe maybe you were an only child, okay. and so in your normal life, maybe you're super independent. You fly home for Christmas, and all of a sudden you're helpless. You're mm-hmm. waiting for people to kind of bring you food, bring you drink. You know, oh, you yeah. you kind of go back right into that role of being an only child, where everything was done for you, uh-huh. or you were looked after. If that's the case, I'm not saying that all only children are yeah are like that, but. Um, <laughs> If that was the role, then gotcha. then you're just likely through like I think classical conditioning just kind of slip back into, mm-hmm. hey everybody waits on me now. Or I even notice my own when I get around my family. I, I kind of act a little bit differently than I do, and I try to rein that in a little. But it's like, ooh, I can really slip into the dynamic of my past too. There, mm-hmm. yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. dynamics. Yeah. So that's fun to people watch when I'm around people I know. I can see right. them where I know and. Other parts of their life, they're very different. Around their family, they'll adopt mm-hmm. a role that's that's uh, foreign to me. Seeing them in that role, right? If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. yeah, it's a little like if you, you know, if you're um, you go back to your old neighborhood and you have like certain ways of driving around your neighborhood because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they're like well-worn grooves. You see them so often that if you took a random person and said, "Hey, go from point A to point B." There are probably a few equally good ways to get there. Right. But you just have your, you would unconsciously just, you take Oak Street to right. whatever, and because right. that's just the way you've. Or, or, or if you've been at a business meeting and you immediately walk out of that business meeting and jump in a car with your buddies. 
Like you're you're gonna automatically switch the way you talk. Oh yeah, you're gonna right. switch the way you relate to people. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be very, and it's not like you consciously do that. You just slip back into right. a different role because the different contextual cues mm-hmm. are there to to prime that. Yeah. yeah. So seeing that when you people watch, you see those role shifts. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Or, or yeah, yeah. Especially if you're watching people you know, maybe. Because mm-hmm. you mentioned yeah, you, watching you family. know different roles. Yep. You and know you, people in different contexts, so you can see the transitions. That's kind of what you're predicting there, Uncle. Harry's role is yeah. to make everybody laugh when the turkey comes out by saying blah, 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 blah. Let's right. see. Yeah, yeah. Or somebody's going to stick olives in their finger and think it's real <laughs> cute, you know, or whatever. One of these kids is going to do that, yeah. Or, it, well, and more, it's like, yeah, of course a kid's going to do it, but some adult is going to react in a certain right. way. Right. They're going to say a certain thing or they're yeah. going right. to, um, so yeah, I think patterns. Yeah. Well, the, I, I, I mean, I have relatives that one of them will stick olives on their finger and you're like okay. oh like an adult not a four-year-old yeah an adult and <laughs> you kind of wonder like how many years are you but their their dynamic their role there is entertainment they're the entertainer yeah, they're yeah joker right. Right? right so it's like okay when's that when's that role gonna come out yeah. oh there it is yeah yeah we we talked about this super early on we had an episode about like um do we something about do therapists just walk around like analyzing people all day long um <laughs> And I think there's a, a subtle distinction here, which is that we, what we do when we people watch, it's, it really isn't judgmental at all. Yeah, like it has nothing to do about yeah, whether it's right or wrong or good or bad. That's a beautiful or, point. I never attach a pathology to it. No. It's more, well, rarely maybe, unless it's just <laughs> crazy blatant. But, um, but mostly it's just it's like, oh, yeah, that's pattern recognition. Yeah. That's all it is, really, and, and, and curiosity, I guess. Yeah, but, you're just seeing But you're not going, wow, that's and, a, you know, I've got to, I'm going to drop him a card and... Yeah. It's mostly, I mean, there's always probably some judgment in things, but it's it's much more observation than judgment or analysis. Well, and here's proof it's entertainment. I couldn't tell you really about a single person I've ever watched. Because you're not like keeping track I'm of not it. Mem- I'm not remembering yeah, any right. of that. You don't care you know? that much about it. Yeah. It's just in the moment when it happens. You're like, yeah. oh, there's that thing. It's just yep. a passive thing to do while you're sitting there, but it can be mildly entertaining. But it's you're not investing much into it because as soon as that person's out of view, you have forgotten right. everything you just saw. Yeah. Right. Yep. Okay. People watching. 101. <laughs> hey everyone. Nick and I really appreciate you listening to the podcast. Please rate us on iTunes if you get a chance. And if you have any feedback or comments for us, that'd be great as well. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover in the podcast, let us know in the comment section as well. Thanks.